I'm always pretending that I'm sitting across from someone telling them a story, and I don't want them to get up until I'm finished. James Patterson. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. Today we are talking about your target word counts. Now, we have done an episode way back in season 13 about how to expand or contract those things. This is a little bit earlier in the process than we're talking about this month. This is more during the self-editing process to make sure that you have the content and the rhythm of your story flows well. Today, we're talking more about making sure that your word count fits your audience's expectations. This goes hand in hand with the chaptering episode from the end of last week. Both of these things, chaptering and your target word counts, drive the story and have to fit audience expectation. Chapter lengths, book lengths, all of that, your audience is expecting a high return for the time they're going to be spending on your novel. So if you have a really long book, you need to justify that really long book with incredible content. And as you're approaching your target word count for your novel as a whole, Consider printing costs. This is something that even if you're traditionally publishing, I would say especially if you're traditionally publishing, something to keep in mind because your audience's expectations versus feeling like they got gypped for the amount of money that you're charging for the book, it's really difficult to print off a 500,000 word novel and then sell it for 10 bucks. You're just simply not going to be able to afford that. One of the mistakes that we see self-published authors make is that they are not within target word count. Either they come in very short and the audience feels gypped on their investment because there's not enough story, or it's entirely too long and there's not enough story to fill all those words. Audiences recognize this, I feel, a lot better than authors. So make sure you're reading a bunch because it will help build those instincts for how long the story should be and how the story should go. But if you think about when you go to the movie theater, if the movie is the duration of a TV show episode, it feels wrong. It feels like you didn't get your money's worth. If you have a TV show episode that ties everything up with a button and it's a full film length, you're not as inclined to watch the next episode. So your audience has this expectation of how long something should be, and your books are a great example of if you're meeting those expectations with the word count. In the traditional publishing world, there is this tug of war. We want it long enough to be interesting to cover all the content, but short enough that it's not too expensive to print. So that is a balance that you as an author Especially if you're indie publishing, you have to strike and you have to take into consideration. Part of this is knowing your reader's expectations. Also, be careful about quantifying your books by page number because there is a lot of difference in formatting for how long a book is. It comes down to font size, line spacing, word spacing, margin sizes, All of that can really make a difference in how long a book is. The only purpose for number of pages comes down to printing cost and the spine width. That's the only reason to know that particular information. It's not super helpful in conveying how much text and how much people are going to get out of the book itself. 
So let's get into those expectations, what your readers want. It really comes down to genre. Genre is going to be your biggest help in knowing how long your book should be. Because you have readers who read fantasy and they expect fantasy novels to be about this long. You have readers who read contemporary romance and they expect those books to be about this long. And those two are not the same. There is a lot of overlap. So if you have a specific genre that you're looking for, we have an infographic on the website. Go ahead and check out where you fall in this exact thing. But I also wanted to mention what to do with these other shorter stories, with these other shorter bits of content. If you write nonfiction, this episode is really not for you because nonfiction is a chaotic wasteland of word counts. It changes entirely up to the author and what they want. It's ridiculous. Let's get now into the expected target word counts for types of stories. The first one is going to be flash fiction. Flash fiction is something that you are often going to use for social media or just simply writing practice, and it is going to be 1 to 100 words. So if you write a little bit of a flash fiction, especially if it's related to a novel that you're about to release, this is a great way to market your book, to market your own writing skills, and to get your content shared prior to book's release. The next thing is up to 5,000 words, and this is your short story. Sometimes you'll see up to 7,500 words, sometimes you'll see up to 10,000 words. This does move, but if it's between 100 and 5,000 words, these are often shared with your writing club, and they're often on your website. People have to dig a little bit further because they have that commitment when finding this story. So this is still something that's free. This drives them to your website, which helps you. But this isn't something you're going to blast on social media. This isn't something you're going to charge someone for. Next up is going to be your novella size. This is about 5,000 to 40,000 words. Be careful, though, if you are trying to sell this. If you sell a novella, you do want it to be on the higher word count end so that those costs of either printing or distribution can be covered while still helping your readers feel satisfied in the money that they spent. If you have a novella, this is very rarely printed because this is often used as a marketing tool to get people to sign up for your newsletter or those kind of things. It's done as an ebook because it takes up the same amount of space on your Kindle shelf, but there's not as much cost in creating it, so you can give it away for free. Next up, you have your middle grade books. These are your 10-year-olds to about 14-year-olds. Chapter books, they're going to be 20,000 to 50,000 words on average. There are some that are longer, but the only ones that I can think of that are longer are Rick Riordan's books, and it only happened after he was well-established as an author. His original Percy Jackson books were fairly short. And that's kind of a rule of thumb throughout the rest of what we're talking about today. Your better established authors can get away with more. If you are a new and aspiring author and you're still working on building your audience, then sticking to these numbers will help you connect to your right audience. These middle grade books are the ones that kids are very proud that they're reading a chapter book. I remember this moment growing up where I had moved on to chapter books 
And I was telling people, I'm reading chapter books now. I don't even remember what the books are. I think my first chapter books were still technically children's books. And they were, I think, Hank the Dog books. (laughs) This is a defining moment in a young reader's life. So having books in this middle grade collection is a very specific niche of people. I don't write my books for people aged 40 to 44 years old. As you get older, that broadens. But for middle grade, 20,000 words to about 50,000 words so they can carry it around and be proud they're reading a chapter book. YA, that length gets significantly longer. You can get 50,000 to 80,000 words. Young adult books do tend to span from about 12-ish years old to 17, 18. And there are different sub-ages within that. The older the content is, the higher word count you can get. And the lower the content is, the shorter it needs to be because it's that transition from your children's and middle grade books to your adult novels. One of the most common mistakes I see that these types of authors make is they will make their YA book 120,000 words long because it's dystopian or fantasy, these kinds of things. So they put it in that category, but you're not connecting with your target audience. If you make it that long, make the characters fully grown and just put it in the fantasy category. If your target audience is young adults, try your best to keep it under 80,000 words. You're talking about high schoolers. Well, yes, they do have some time to read. They also have a bunch of homework to do and you want them to actually consume your novel before they forget it all. Now, your average fiction book out there is going to be 85 to 90,000 words. Again, if you want a more unique and specific list to your specific genre, because that does wiggle quite a bit because of writing styles, then head to the website. But for the most part, 85,000 words is a good, comfortable, healthy novel length. It's not too expensive to print, but your audience still feels like they're getting something for their money. Now, if you are writing fantasy, sci-fi, or even historical fiction, you can push that limit to about 120,000. But if you are just starting, definitely want to keep it 120,000 or below for those genres. Yes, there are a lot of authors who go way beyond that. My favorite author is very well known for going way beyond 120,000 words. But he is well established and has made it known to printers that that cost is going to be made up. The publishers aren't worried about getting a good return on spending a ton of money on printing a 500,000 word novel. Word counts are very important in the reader and author agreements. Yes, there are always exceptions. There are always reasons where you can go longer or you can go shorter. But you have to make sure that you're still fulfilling your reader's desires, that you are giving them a good story from beginning to end. So if you do feel like you need to expand or trim in order to fit certain slots and fit within your reader's expectations, this is your absolutely last chance to do that. But when you're choosing what to include and what not to in order to fit those audience expectations, edit and write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.